Welcome to the Rich Happy Dentist Podcast, where being rich in dentistry isn't just about the money. It's about building a practice around your life instead of building your life around your dental practice. Today, we're going to kick off our very first episode with Dr. Chris Brady, founder and president of Brady Group LLC. Dr. Brady is a practicing dentist and he's been coaching dentists for 27 years now. As dental practice guides, the purpose of the Brady Group is to mentor and coach those who desire to sustain a private fee-for-service dental practice. So Dr. Brady, you have been successfully coaching practices now going on 27 years. So how did you decide to start sharing your wisdom with other dentists? Well, it was kind of a unique uh, uh, series of opportunities that came up. And um, I, I, I came from a family of teachers and I always wanted to teach in some form or fashion. And I thought originally it was going to be in the clinical realm of things. I was good friends with Gordon Christensen, and he and I had talked about some things many moons ago and and way back even when I was in college. And so I knew that I would teach somehow, but what I got out of practice, as much as I love the clinical part uh, of dentistry, I really, really enjoyed the management part and the leadership part and the, uh, and the business end of things and the communication with patients and things like that. And I, I felt like there was a big void in our profession. And so I decided to jump in. Okay. Well, awesome. You're my mentor and you've taught me everything I know. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. But some, some may have not have heard of Dr. Chris Brady on the dental speaker circuit. Why is that? Well, I, uh, I'm a big believer in the fact that dentists should uh, develop their practices around their life and lifestyle versus the other way around. We find so many dentists are stuck in their practices and just trying to run them in, you know, as best they can. And, but it's usually too stressful and overheads too high and they're having a hard time making money. And so it really can be a, a challenge that way. And so what we do is we take doctors and we say, okay, what do you want your life to be like? You know, how much time would you like to have off? How much money would you like to make? And what would you like mm -hmm. your, your daily practice to look like? And so I take that same philosophy with my consulting business. I never set out to be the largest um, out there. I just wanted to get a few good clients that would allow me to have a comfortable lifestyle. But um, some people, uh, I, I'm probably most known <laughs> for the fact that I have uh, eight children. And, <laughs> and so that, uh, that's one of those things that I could abandon my wife by being a weekend warrior on the road all the time, speaking at all these big meetings and conventions. And it, um, it really was best for me to make sure that my family took first priority and then all the other things that I do kind of took second uh, priority. And, and actually we're up to 15 grandkids at this point. Oh my goodness. So, um, it's, it's a busy life and I just felt like that had to be my priority. And so I've tried to set the example and uh, by, by doing what I tell my clients to do, and that's to make sure that your, your personal life comes first. Okay. All right. Well, and also one of the things that we um, have been able to accomplish in the Brady Group through uh, not being huge is uh, we have some really good relationships with our clients. We have some that we've been coaching for 20 years. Why do you think they stay with us for so long? Well, I, th I think part of, partly is because we make sure that the dentist is happy, um, at least as much as we can influence that. 
but that's really the bottom line is I just want to have my clients be happy with themselves, with their practices, with their teams and the training that they receive and how they handle patients and the kind of patients they attract. We encourage them not to become a slave to insurance companies, for example. That's one thing that uh, I feel pretty strongly about, that it doesn't need to be that way. And so um, I think I think it's just, you know, the, the personal touch, so to speak, that we have with them. Um, we do limit the number of clients that we have, and we accept applications, you know, by, by well-meaning well, uh, dentists and dentists that want to have better practices and that are very coachable and we take care of them. We, when we take on a client, we don't take on just the dentist's office. We take on the dentist personally and we feel it's super important for us to coach the person uh, first and and coach the dentist second. And so that, that's probably the biggest reason we have such a loyal following and it's, um, it's, it's, it's really humbling to me, and, and I know you feel this way, Amy, that these guys are willing to stay with us for that long. Yes. Yes. Well, and that, you know, kind of leads me to our, our next point here is, you know, we see so many, so many dental consultants come and go. And, you know, over the last 27 years since you've been doing this, uh, other than relationships and our connection to our, our clients, why do you think Brady Group continues to thrive? Uh, in helping Dennis and their team succeed? Well, um, a couple of things. I think, uh, and I, I think that when we bring on a client, like I said earlier, we bring on the, the entire client. And sometimes that includes, you know, marriage issues and, and, and <laughs> those kinds of things too. And, and that's the first thing. But the second thing is there are very, very few dentists who are also consultants. And it just seems like the, the consultants that I know that are not dentists are the ones that we really uh, have a different viewpoint with because they, they kind of see things from an X's and O's sort of a thing. And I'm really big with relationships and building relationships. And most of the systems that non-dentists put in uh, to the system uh, is not, are, are not really relationship-based. Or it's only kind of a surface level relationship that, that, that is created. I was reading an article yesterday. I was so frustrated because it was an article about case acceptance, for example. And, <laughs> and um, it, was, it was just the same old stuff that we got taught in dental school. And I, I just get frustrated with that about how we're supposed to educate the patient and tell them what they need and all those kinds mm-hmm. of things. And we have all these fancy ways of doing that. But the bottom line is still all about the dentist. And so what our focus on is really is on the patient. Uh, I want the whole, all the systems that are in place to focus on the patient, to make them feel comfortable and special. And, and so that's, that's kind of why I think uh, we, we've been able to kind of stay with it because I, in my opinion, we know the right sequence to teach. We know the right sequence to, to bring in the relationship and how that works. And um, sometimes people talk about relationships and they get all ooly gooey on us, but that's not the point. The point is really about how do you show the patient that they're really number one? And we feel like, for example, listening is extremely important. And sometimes that's just not something in our for- the forefront of a dentist's mind. 
Yes. Yeah. It's, uh, it's fun because we see our, our dentists and team members connecting with patients. And we, we always say, you know, we know that, that people in general just want to spend their time and their resources with, with people and in places that make them feel good. And, and we see that and we see our, our practices we work with thrive when they do that. Uh, so you're not only a dental practice coach, but you also have your own fee-for-service dental practice. Why is that important? Well, it's, it's, uh, it's important because I feel like I can really be in the shoes or literally in the chair with the dentist, so to speak. In other words, I'm not somebody that read about it in a book. I'm not somebody that just uh, used to be this or I want to be this or I was a, you know, that kind of stuff. We see a lot of formers so to speak, uh, come into the program or people outside of dentistry, like I talked, uh, I said earlier. And I just felt like it was important for me to be in, in the battleground day to day to be able to say, okay, this is what happened. And I, I get to try things out, frankly. You know, if I come up with something new and exciting, I try it out and see how it works. And, and I feel sorry for my team because I have to drag them through all these changes <laughs> and, and, and attempts at improving. But I think it's important, and I think the dentist can relate to that. The, the other part about that is that I, I, I feel like I can clinically also bring to the forefront some of the things that are important. I don't claim to be the, an expert dentist or the best in the business or anything like that, but I do have some unique uh, uh, views on certain things like diagnosing, how to do that quickly and effectively, and how to communicate that to the patient without feel like, you know, we're trying to educate them or talk down to them or something like that. So it's, it's good for me to feel what my patient, my clients feel, excuse me, my dentist clients feel. And uh, that the day-to-day dental practice helps me do that. Why are you working so hard? Are you hoping to experience more happiness, better balance, more income, more fun, more time off, and less stress than ever before? You can make a positive difference in your profession and still be fulfilled. You'll be better able to serve your patients by offering quality, comprehensive care, creating a win-win cycle for you, your patients, and your team members. Are you ready to make a change that your future self will thank you for? Call us now to schedule your free coaching session and experience the possibility. 800-592-7239. Right. So Dr. Brady, the title of our podcast is The Rich Happy Dentist. Can you tell me, tell our, our listeners what it means to have a rich dental practice? Well, rich is, is having an abundance of something, and it doesn't necessarily refer to money. You know, some dentists do want to, to make more money, and that's totally fine. I think they, they ought to. But more importantly, I think sometimes is, is having a rich life and having an abundance of the things that you want. And whether that's, you know, spending time with your family or playing golf or traveling or, you know, whatever it is that you want to do, we feel like it's important for the dentist to, to, to have their priorities Right. In other words, I, th- I just think God first and family second, and then, you know, kind of goes from there. And the dental practice is somewhere in the top 10. But if it's run well, it doesn't have to rule the dentist's life. It doesn't have to consume them uh, totally. So when I talk about rich, happy dentists, I want somebody that's rich, meaning that they have an abundance of the things that are important to them and that they're happy because they uh, are, are getting what they want from their lives and their practice. And that seems to um, 
that seems to kind of be, um, you know, the theme that we really focus on with our dentists and, and their teams too. We want the same thing for the teams. Yeah, that's what I love about the Brady Group and as a, you know, a, being on both sides of the fence, so to speak. You know, when I was in the dental practice and you were coaching the practice I was in, it, it was uh, it, it was so refreshing to me to be a part of a program where the team uh, thrived as well. We succeeded as well. It just wasn't all about uh, let's help make more money for the dentist. And, uh, you know, we had tried so many different uh, programs and consultants, and it was just so fun to come together as a team and not have that division. And so I, I really appreciated that. So what do you think when we look at our most successful dental practices that we've coached over the years, from your point of view, what do you think is really fundamental to their success? Well, I think we have to help them see things correctly. I'm a, I'm a big believer that my, my goal is to teach truth. And I, I don't teach things that um, I've regurgitated, you know, from hearing, hearing somebody else say that. I, I, I seek truth and I, I really try to focus on making sure that my clients can see that. Uh, because everybody comes in with what I call blind spots. Every dentist has a blind spot. And what that means is that there's something uh, that they're dragging along with them, so to speak, that's getting in the way of their success. And so as we get to know them and we work with them and coach them, that's one of the things that we do. And, and it's really fun for me to watch the lights go on, so to speak. And, you know, when a dentist joins a program, sometimes they come in and they're stressed and they're grumpy and whatever. And, and then just a, a few months into it, all of a sudden the light starts to come on and they start to say, oh, okay, that's what you mean. <laughs> and, and that to me is really, you know, when success starts to happen, when the dentist kind of lets go of his or her ego and, and tries to not, um, n tries to, to really learn and be humble and listen to, to truth. And uh, when that happens and when they grasp and they see the vision of what their practice could be like, and more importantly, what their life could be like, then all of a sudden they start to make progress and they they uh, can see things as they really are. It's how I, how I say that, not things that they, they think are right. Everybody has blind spots. Everybody believes things to be true that aren't true. And so mm -hmm. when you and I go in, that's one of the things that we do is to try to make sure that the doctor is not believing things to be true that really aren't true. Okay, so what would you say for the stressed out dentist that might be listening today? What are one or two things that they could focus on today when they go into the office that will make a difference in the level of stress and busyness and unhappiness they might be experiencing? Well, a couple of things. I think you have to look introspectively and say, okay, am I part of the problem or am I part of the solution? Um, I always joke and say, you know, I can walk into a room of a thousand people and identify the dentists. Uh, and how I can do that is that I notice that they have big holes in their, the tops of their shoes <laughs> from shooting themselves in the foot because dentists are really um, trial and error sort of people. They, they, you know, they take something they think will work or should work, whatever. But mostly I would say that probably the number one thing is they don't have the right systems in place 
and they have systems that are built to support insurance companies and not uh, systems to, that are built to help the dental practice and focus on the patient. And really the systems we create focused around the patient, not around the doctor. And uh, you find that, that uh, or, or even the insurance company, sometimes the systems are rotate around the insurance company, but, but right. that gets in the way of the relationship with the patient. And if they can start to understand that, uh, that, that really is critical. The other thing I would say, if I can give two things here, the second thing is I think they need to learn to listen and listen to their patients, listen to their team members, and really, really understand what, what it is the patients are saying and wanting. And we, we are not the ones that have the answer as dentists. We're not the ones that go in and have all the answers for the patient. The patients really have the answers for themselves. Our job is to help, uh, help discover what those wants are. Okay. I feel a whole new podcast episode coming on just on, from the, uh, you know, we talk often about how we are not the hero in the, the relationship. You know, we're there to guide them, be their advocate. And in order to do that, we do have to listen. And uh, you're exactly right. We see some pretty amazing successes when uh, we see all of this come to fruition. And uh, a lot of that is a, is a result of our live events that you know, our members come to, and we have some who even aren't our members come and, and join us for those live events, mainly our Mission Possible, kind of our flagship event, the Case Acceptance Super Conference, uh, which we have one coming up here in April, the end of April, the 28th through the 30th. So from your point of view, why are these live events that we haven't been able to <laughs> take part in for, for so many months, why are they such a factor in success? Well, uh, there's several reasons, and I think um, one of the other things that I will say that kind of distinguishes us from, from a lot of uh, other consulting groups out there is that we like to get the dentists together frequently. Now, with COVID, obviously, we've had to kind of put that on hold, but we're looking forward to April because we get to have our first, uh, in 2021, first live event, in-person event, and we are super excited about that. And um, have put all the precautions in place to make sure that everybody's safe. But at the same time, we get to, to uh, figuratively at least rub shoulders. And, and the reason that's important is because it, um, the, the live events are excellent and mission possible specifically because you can take a, a, a young doctor or a new doctor in, in the Brady group, for example, and they can come to that and they get to rub shoulders with a whole bunch of other dentists. The team members can do exactly the same because you know, when we start talking about, for example, um, collecting money up front before the patient even makes a reservation uh, with the office, um, you know, that's scary for a front desk person. And they, they, they uh, you know, start, start getting nervous about that. But then when they're able to talk with and, and sit down and even have lunch with some of the other people that have been doing this for a while, it just gives them confidence that, oh, this can happen. Because oftentimes... What the attitude is in that first mission possible is that, Dr. Brady, you don't understand this won't work in our practice. And we've proven over you know, almost 30 years that, yeah, we can, we can uh, it works in every practice. It, it doesn't, it's, it's not about, you know, your patients are different in those kinds of things. If your patients have a pulse and they're a living, breathing human being, then, then the, this will work with them. And they'll, it, you have to, to understand how to make that whole process work. 
and it has to do with verbal skills, but probably more importantly, it has to do with the, the mindset. And so coming to the mission possible can help you get the right mindset. Um, in other words, how, how to see things as they really are, as I said earlier, and stop believing things that you've grown up with in dentistry that are not true, that just get in the way of our success. Have you registered yet for Mission Possible? Check out our link in the show notes, or you can just call me, Amy, at 800-592-7239, and I'll get you registered. We'd be honored if you'd subscribe to the Rich Happy Dentist podcast, rate our podcast, and share it with your friends.